Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Pop a top again. I've just got time for one more round. Set them up, my friend. Then I'll be gone. All righty. Welcome back to week nine of Two Drunk Brothers in a Podcast. Pretty crazy. I think we've been doing this for over two months now. We love it. Uh, It gives us a reason to drink on a Tuesday night when the rest of you peasants are probably doing something stupid and not doing fun stuff like we are. Um, (laughs) I'm joking. I digress. Real quick, we're just going to jump into a quick intro because we have a pretty loaded show today. I I know I've said that a lot, but I mean, I feel like this is probably one of our most loaded shows we've had in a while. Um, Real quick recap on the gambling picks from the weekend. Travis had um a bad weekend but it's it's acceptable because he's had a lot of good weekends um he went three and five but it's still a very very respectable and i what i would consider stellar gambling record on the year of 32 28 and three for myself this past weekend i went four and four so again on that 500 train um 25 36 and three on the year for myself we're mixing up the the, the generous digest for you this week we'll explain that later the 49ers fucked both of us because they let the chosen Rosen one lead a late drive to take the victory over them. Um, <laughs> so that one kind of sucked. Uh, both of our college locks were pretty good. I had Vandy minus one and a half. They ended up beating Arkansas by 14. Travis at Kentucky plus seven. Um, and with much regret, I say that Kentucky won the game. Um, Told you. Yeah. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Mizzou still could have won and they would have covered. Very, very questionable defensive pass interference call. Anyway, you can't play conservative and sit on the ball um, and expect to win a game. That's beside the point. Another thing, I had a punishment coming my way. We actually had two suggestions, and Travis and I actually haven't talked about this yet. Um, Ethan messaged one to us in the Two Drunk Brothers in a Podcast Twitter account. So that it, like DM'd us. Ooh, that's a good one. Dude, that's fucking way too expensive. One, yeah, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not going to that game because tickets to that. So Ethan's, Ethan's punishment suggestion was that I would have to wear an Illini shirt to the Mizzou Illini basketball game that always happens the Saturday before Christmas at the um, Enterprise Center in St. Louis. And those tickets to that game are always like 70, 80 bucks. Really expensive. I have to buy Illini shirts. So you're talking about a $100 punishment. And I'm sorry, that's just too big for my budget. Wouldn't you? It's agree? a good one, but it's uh, it's much. The other one is from Cyrus Miller from Twitter, and he's, which, which is fantastic. I think it's a great one. Jared has to drink Mad Dog 2020 next episode. While so we're for recording. those of you who don't know what Mad Dog 2020 is, it's essentially a fucking bum wine. Bum wine, man. Bum wine. It's like two dollars and fifty cents for I don't even know how big the bottle is. But it tastes like complete utter ass. I shall accept Cyrus's punishment 
And Travis will have to get a, a picture of me drinking the bum wine um, next week on the podcast. Uh, oh, yeah. that's, the, that's the punishment I'm going to accept and what I'll be doing. So, Cyrus, hats off to you. Um, very, very innovative punishment. I haven't even heard the words Mad Dog 2020 uttered in probably about five years since we were in college. Ethan, good punishment. If you wanted to foot the bill, I'd consider it, but I'm not going to pay for that. So, Travis, anything else that you, that you think we missed in the intro here? No, I think that's it. Uh, I mean, I would I would throw out a punishment for me, given if I have a bad week. But Mm-mm. since we're since we're switching it up on the Degenerates Digest, I'm gonna I'm gonna push it back a week. I would say if you have another bad week this week, and then you have a third one in a row, I guess mm-hmm. it would be two weeks from now. Then we could talk about it. But you've been yeah. pretty rock solid all year. I kind of laid my nuts on the line for the for the locks of the week, but it is what it is. Anyway, like I said, we got a loaded show. It's been going on too long. We're mixing up a lot of stuff. So we're going to roll right into our first and 10. All football edition, baby. Let's go. First and 10 from the 45 yard line. All right, here we go with our first and 10. Jared said all football edition. First up, we're, we have the, the first college football playoff rankings came out about an hour and a half ago uh, tonight. Um, and so we're going to give you a little bit of insight on them. All right, um, so breaking down the college football playoffs, other than, like, I know they rank the top 25, but let's be honest, only the top 13 at this point have a shot at making the making – the- I, 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 I did pick your notes a little bit, and I saw that, but I think only the top 10, honestly. I would say the top 10, but, I mean, 11, 12, and 13 have decent records. UCF is there. They're undefeated. Um, Florida, so though, Florida, Florida has no chance, no chance. Yeah, I mean, it's very slim to none. I'll say the top 13 just to kind of give make it a little more interesting. Okay. Um, and so we'll go ahead and, I mean, 13, West Virginia. They play Texas, TCU, Oklahoma State, and Oklahoma. The, the thing that kind of screws them out, though, is their canceled game that they had. But wasn't it against, like, some FCS school, though? It was somebody that wasn't, that wasn't super important. Was it? I, I mean, I don't know who I've – I don't know exactly who it was, but I mean they had a canceled game. I mean it said they end up going ten and one. But the way the way the Big Twelve works though is the top two teams that finish in the standings play each other for the Big Twelve championship. So if they end up in the in that top two and get to play a Big Twelve championship game, I think that kind of that kind of takes that away. Um, so I just don't see them kind of kind of cracking up there. They do. Have, I don't either. They, I mean, play, they still play Oklahoma. Later on in the year, they can be Texas and Oklahoma. They they'll be up there. They'll be they'll be seven or so. If, but yeah, if if they can be Texas Oklahoma and then go on to win the Big Twelve again, I say you can throw them right in there. But yeah, we'll we'll. That's see. A long I, shot. I wouldn't have them. I have four in my mind right now. I think are going to be in it though. Yeah, UCF won't make it in no matter what. Nope. Uh, if face it, they'll go on if they go undefeated, won't make it in. Nope. Dang. There you have it. Um, Florida number. Florida, so so we're from Florida. Florida can't even win their division in the SEC. You know that? They can't even yeah. win. So they're out. And they're going to drop another game. They're out. Right. Um, number 10, Oklahoma State. They play Nebraska, Michigan State, Maryland, and Michigan. They need to win out, and they need a lot to happen. Yeah, so I don't think – I don't – you said number 10. It's, it's, it's Ohio State's number 10, buddy. That's right. What did I say, Oklahoma State? Yeah. Uh, Ohio State, my bad. Number 10, Ohio no, State. So I, think, I think Ohio State – so here, hot take for me. I think the winner of that Ohio State Michigan Michigan game, if Michigan beats Penn, if Michigan, if 
Ohio State and Michigan both went out the rest of the way because they always play the last week, the last weekend of the year. If they're both, if they both went out, only have one loss going into that game, the last weekend of the year. The winner of that game will go to the college college football playoff. That's what I think. We'll see. They also need maybe a top four team to lose here within the coming weeks. Number nine, Kentucky. So then we have number nine, Kentucky. I said it. I mean, they lose to the, Georgia this weekend. They're out. Yep. Um, freaking number eight. Washington State, I don't think they're strong enough. They're I see lose. them I see them dropping two more games. I see them losing to Colorado. Yep, yep, that's what I had too. They're out there. Yep. All right. And, uh, and, and when they play Washington in the Apple Cup, I see them losing there too. Yep. Yep. Either one, of, they lose either one of those games, they're done for. Yep. Um, number seven, Oklahoma. They play Texas Tech, Oklahoma State, Kansas, and West Virginia. Uh, pretty tough road. They have to win out. They're going to drop one of those. If one team gives them trouble, which I think they will, they lose, they don't get in. Yep. Um, and then you got number – Georgia's fucked. Any way you look at it, Georgia's Kentucky, fucked. Kentucky, Auburn, UMass, Georgia Tech. They might be able to sneak in. No, no, listen. If they went out here, – so here, here's my problem with Georgia at six. If they went out if, – if they win this weekend, they win the East. And then they went out, they go to the SEC championship game. They lose to Alabama in the SEC, in the SEC championship game because I think Alabama is going to win. Went out. If you when you lose the last week of the year, I don't see the committee putting you in the playoff. You know what you you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So right. I, I think fucks. I think the way the roads laid out for him is, is it just sucks. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a tough one for them. They need they have to win out big. Big time. They need to really show out against Kentucky and beat Auburn. Their last two games are pretty easy. Yeah, I, I just still think when they ran in the SC Championship game, they're not going to win. They're not going to beat Bama. And I just think they kind of get screwed there because they'll be a, a one-loss team that probably is deserving in the toughest conference in football. But just because they lose the last weekend of, of the football season, they'll just kind of get screwed on, on that, I think. Yeah, agreed. Uh, we'll see, though. And then you have number five, Michigan. They have Penn State, Rutgers, Indiana, Ohio State. Penn State – sorry, go ahead. I say they win out and they're in no matter what. Yeah. Like I said, I think Penn State's overrated. I think they beat Penn State this weekend. Um, and then, like I said, I think Ohio State also wins out. And the winner of that Ohio State-Michigan game I think is going to get in. Um, yeah. That's 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 my personal opinion. That'll, that'll solidify their winning out and getting in. Notre Dame, on the other hand, number four right now in the playoff – they play Northwestern, Florida State, Syracuse, and USC. It's hard to make this look good unless they win every game by 20-plus. I think all Notre Dame has to do is win out and they're in. Like, that's all they have to do. Their toughest test, in my eyes, is when they have to play – I think it's either – it's one of the last two games of the year. It's either on the 17th of November when they have to play at home against number 17 Syracuse or when they go on the road to play USC the last weekend of the year. Both yeah. those games could be tough. I just don't see them losing. I think I think they're gonna. I mean, you can't you can't drop them. No, they don't lose. No, so I, mean, I can't. I think they solidified so. their spot by putting them in number four tonight. Yep, yep. As long as they went out, they're in, and I, and I don't see them losing. Yeah, I don't either. Um, and then you have LSU, number three. That sucks for them. They lose to Bama yep. this week, but yep. if they can beat Arkansas, Rice, and A and M. So I mean, that's that. That's not the case. So let's say let's say Michigan drops the game to Penn State this weekend, and then in the Ohio State game they beat Ohio State. 
you have Michigan and Ohio State both at two losses and LSU at two losses. Who do you put in there? Well, you'll, I'll, I'll give you my final thing at the end, but I'm just going to say this about LSU. If they beat Arkansas, Rice, and A&M by a considerable amount, they have to be in. They have the second hardest schedule in NCAA football. I could see if, if it's going to be two SEC teams, it's got to it's be LSU and Bama, no one else this year. Yeah. I think um, besides the four that I picked, I, 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 gave, I gave LSU my biggest shot outside the top four that I picked. Yeah. Moving on to number two, we got Clemson. They play Louisville, Boston College, Duke, South Carolina. Would love to see them drop one of these games. They're not going to. It's a fucking I think game. Boston College beats them. I have, it, I have it written down their toughest test. It's at BC on 11-10. Yep. yep. Um, the fact that's their toughest game maybe that they're going to play all year, to be honest. I don't know. They almost the- lost Syracuse back in, like, week five. I'm not saying that Boston College will beat them as much as I want them to beat them. Um, yeah, so I'm going to predict that. Good. Drop out. Bama number one. They're going to win. They're going to get number one. Here's my top four. Bama. Go, this is top four in the playoff. Bama. So wait, wait, wait. Time out, time out. This, this is the top four. This is the final four you think is going to be. This is my playoff prediction right here. Okay. Bama number one. Michigan number two. LSU number three. And Notre Dame number four. I like it. A little mix up. I went super vanilla. I did Bama. Clemson, just because I don't think Clemson is going to lose. And then I have Notre Dame at three because I don't think they're going to lose. And then I have Michigan at four because I think they'll end up beating Ohio State. So I have Bama, Clemson, Notre Dame, Michigan, which would make me want to gag because I don't know who those teams I could root for. I guess Bama. I don't really fucking know. Yeah, I mean, even in mine, Bama, Michigan, LSU, Notre Dame, I'd have to root for LSU there. Yeah, for sure. But I mean – just just from looking at it, I don't think – I don't know. It's just – I know something crazy is probably going to happen. But it's going to be wild. Really, really tough for me. I, I think Bama, Clemson, LSU, Notre Dame, Michigan, and Ohio State, and Oklahoma if they went out. Or the, you know, I guess you could throw Washington State. I have eight teams right now that could be in the top four. Really, realistically, I think Washington State is going to drop a couple. I think Oklahoma is going to drop one. Um, so, really, it's time to, like – Four, like five or six teams for me that are, that are going to compete, be competing for those for those top four spots. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. 
This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Yeah, I have, I mean, there's, yeah, about, about six or so that, that could probably make it in given the rest of their schedules. But we'll see. We gave you our top four. Um, so we're going to move on and kind of pick up on our NFL season picks that we made at the beginning of the year. Real quick, real quick, let's, let's touch on these trades that happened today. Cause okay, yeah. I feel like the trade deadline has been kind of crazy in the NFL the last couple of years. I mean, there's some big ones today. I mean, ha-ha Clinton Dix went from the Packers to the Redskins for a fourth-round pick in uh, the upcoming draft. Um, I mean, the Redskins, I mean, they're looking to contend for that for that NFC East title. So I think they they made a, a good trade there. Uh, dude, fuck the Jaguars for giving the Rams a pass rusher that they didn't need uh, for a third-round pick in the upcoming draft and a fifth-round pick in 2020. Um, I'm pissed about that. But teams, you know, it's like the, almost the pass now. Quit trading players of the pass in the Rams. Come on. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I guess the uh, the Lions are kind of giving up on their season, giving away Golden Tate for a third-round pick. Yeah, Golden Tate's also 30, though, so I can see it. But, again, I I, I think that's one of their best offensive weapons. So Yeah, for a third-round pick, it's just – I mean, that's their number one receiver. Yeah. Um, low to me, considering Amari Cooper went um, – For a first-round. For a first-round pick. Yeah. So, he had that. He had Demarius Thomas going for a – Fourth and a seventh. They swap sevenths. They swap sevenths. Mm-hmm. Okay, fourth, pretty much for a fourth to the Texans. That's so a good move for the Texans. That's no, a good really move. Is. Especially with Will Fuller tearing his ACL, you know, it gives them another another weapon on offense. So one what one trade that I thought made zero sense. Packers were big movers. Ty Montgomery to the Ravens. I think that was more of a spike thing, considering that he took the ball out of the end zone this last Sunday and fumbled it. Okay. And then let I mean, like the Ravens are decent at running back. Alex Collins, fucking uh, Javorius Allen. Yeah, I mean, they don't need him. I mean, he's I not good either. He's not good. That's the I thing. I think it was just a big middle finger to Ty Montgomery for what he did this last weekend. Yeah, for a 2020 seventh rounder. <laughs> because Aaron Jones is their uh, guy going forward. Yeah. So we just want to recap it real quick because there's a lot, of, a lot of big moves that made. Do you think Golden Tate helps out the Eagles at all? That's, that, that's one question I kind of. Yes. I think so, too. Because Dustin Aguilar really, really hasn't done much this year. That's the only guy they have. So, everyone, everyone's targeting him. They're putting all their main corners on Nelson Aguilar now. They're, they're going to free him up, give him a little Golden Tate action. So, yeah, um, I think it definitely helps them out, and they definitely need it because they're, you know, in contention for playoffs right now. For sure. For sure. So, saying that, we're going to move on to our NFL season picks. Um, so, for the rest of the season, we're about halfway through. Um, about halfway through, some teams have had a bye, so they've only played seven games. But for the majority of it, we're we're going into week nine, which is crazy to say that we're already almost there. We're already in week nine in the NFL season. Yeah. Uh, we're going to revisit our preseason picks that we made on episode two of this – or actually the very first episode of this podcast where we kind of previewed the NFL. We picked division winners and our wild cards and all that stuff. Um, so we're just going to kind of revisit those real quickly and just talk about how they're looking. So. Travis, yeah. I'll let you kind of lead off. I'll lead off. I, I originally thought my picks were looking pretty bad, which they, they aren't. The uh, the playoffs look bad, which we'll revisit here at the end. But we'll just kind of go through these divisions. AFC North, I mean, I could still end up having this perfect. 
Um, I'm still predicting a Steelers, Ravens, Bengals, Browns in order with the Bengals falling off towards the end because the Steelers are picking up, Ravens are looking up, and the Bengals are kind of on a decline. So that's what I have there. Um, I hope I hope the Bengals are on a decline because that means our, our Dolphins could maybe sneak into the playoffs. But uh, Especially with A.J. Green being hurt right now. Yeah, so I also had the Steelers winning the division at 10-6, and six, um, like, you, like Travis said. They're starting to pick up steam, so that's looking good. The only thing is I have, I think, I think either the Ravens or the Bengals will actually make it in as a wild card out, out of that division. Well, it's going to be one of them. I didn't, um, I didn't have either of them making the playoffs in my original prediction. Um, oh, but, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, no, I, 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 I had didn't. the Ravens in. Uh, I didn't. So, you had the Steelers winning, and I still think they're going to win, so that's looking pretty solid. Moving on to the AFC South, I'll kind of lead into this, Travis. Um, I had the Texans winning the division 11-5. And after the first three weeks, that looked like hot garbage because they were zero and three. But now all of a sudden they're five and three, and I think they're going to move to six and three playing playing the Broncos this weekend. Um, so I mean that pick's looking solid. I had them winning the division, uh, but uh, conversely, I had the Jags getting in as a six seed at ten and, at ten and six. Don't think that's going to happen now. Um, so uh, my my division winner looks good. Getting the Jags in the playoffs doesn't doesn't look so hot right now. Yeah, um, my AFC South, a little bit of switch up. But I actually had the Texans winning the division at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I did that, but it's looking solid now, and I think it's going to happen 100%. Yep. I have the Jags going in as my wild card. They're going to not make the playoffs, unfortunately. It's looking like pretty much. Because um, the Jags were Travis's Super Bowl pick. We'll talk about that here in a second. I'm telling you, my playoffs didn't look good, but my division winner, especially in the AFC, were, are spot on. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm saying that. I had the Texans were rolling in the AFC East. Uh, Pats win. Nobody else in. Uh, I'm going to be dead on. Sorry, Dolphins. Yep. Uh, I had the Pats winning. Yeah, clearly. I had them at 13-3, and three, though. I don't think that's going to happen. Probably more like 12-4, and four, um, which is still pretty close. Either uh, way. I had, what, what? So, either way. Yeah, either way. I had them winning. We, it's going to happen. Um, I had the Dolphins at the five seed at 11-5, and five, which – Honestly, guys, it wasn't that crazy. I, Travis could probably back up here. They could Dolph- still end up being 10-6 and six if they have a good rest of their season. If the Dolphins weren't so banged up, they could easily have been an 11-5 and five team. That Bengals loss sucked. They shouldn't have lost to the Lions. So they should be 6-2 and two right now instead of 4-4. Four and four. I digress. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I think it's going to be someone out of the uh, AFC North, and then I'll talk about it again. But – um, Pat's, Pat's winners looking good. So all three of my division winners so far in the FC have been looking good. Yep. My two wild card teams though are with the Dolphins and Jags. All three of mine are looking good. AFC West solidifies every division winner right where it's supposed to be right now. And the Chiefs and the Chargers are going to get the other wild card. It's looking like instead of Jacksonville, if it keeps it up. So out of my out of my four division winners and my two wild card, I had one wrong, and that was Jacksonville getting in. Yeah, I uh, my original pick in the AFC West was the Chargers at ten and six. I didn't think the Chiefs were gonna be that great with Pat Mahomes. I will go ahead and eat crow right now. Pat Mahomes is the real fucking deal. Um, that Chiefs offense mm-hmm. is the real deal. I don't think they're gonna go far. They're gonna win a Super Bowl this year, but that's that's beside the point. Um, I had the Chargers winning at ten and six. I still think they're gonna get in the playoffs. Like Travis said, as a wild card team, um, clearly the Chiefs are gonna, are gonna win that division. So. Um, looks like I had four out of the six playoff teams correct, and only so as of right now. Um, 
with the Steelers winning the division, Texans, Pats, and the Chargers getting in. Um, I obviously probably going to miss the Chiefs near the Ravens or the Bengals. But still, you know, four to six, I'll take it, and three out of four division winners so far. Um, it's looking pretty, pretty solid. We'll obviously revisit these at the end of the season, but um, right now I'm looking, I'm looking semi-decent. Yep. I have um, uh, Pittsburgh, Houston, New England, KC, Chargers, and Baltimore as my wild card. So we will we'll see. There's my midseason prediction. You honestly could get all six of those right. No, you had the Jaguars in. My bad. My bad. No, no, I'm just saying that was that was my original. This is my updated one halfway through the year. Steelers, Texans, Patriots, Chiefs, Chargers, and Ravens. All right, I'll go real quick. Steelers, Texans, Patriots, Chiefs, Chargers, and Bengals. I'll go one different. All right, there we go. Somewhere on the NFC, NFC North, I had Green Bay winning the division in Minnesota's wild card. I still think it can happen. I think that Chicago is kind of going to get thrown under the bus as the season moves on. Um, Green Bay looks okay. It, it might be flip-flopped. It might yeah. be Minnesota winning, Green Bay in the wild card. I think it's going to come down to it. But either way, Chicago is not going to be up there. So I had the same thing in preseason. I had Vikings winning the division. Oh, actually, I had the same thing but flip-flopped. I had Vikings winning the division and the Packers as the wild card. Um, again, I still think it could happen. It's going to be either or. It's not going to, the Bears aren't going to get in the playoffs. They're, not, they're going to fall off. The Lions gave up. Um, it's either going to be Vikings or Packers winning. The other one's going to go wild card spot. So I think we're both pretty, pretty dead on there. All uh, right. Going on to the NFC South, this is a – I whiffed on this one, guys. Yeah, this was bad for me. I had the Falcons winning the division at 12-4. and four. Fucking LOL on that one. And I had the Saints getting in as a wild card with the sixth seed at 11-5. Uh, who'd you have, Trev? I had the Saints taking it, or I had the Falcons taking it as well. Um, not going to happen at all. No. I mean – They could still make the playoffs potentially. The Saints are going to take it. The Falcons could maybe get a wild card, but I was totally wrong here. Both with on the NFC South. It's looking like a shit storm. Hey, hey, hey. I, ha- I had the Saints in the playoffs at least. Okay. I did not. So One thing I do want to say before we move on too, too much farther – we were fucking dead nails about about, about the NFC North, though. That's a tight yeah. right now. That's a tight We said it was going to be tight. We said it was the most competitive division in the NFL, and look at it. Yep. It's, it's right along with the AFC North. Both yep. the North divisions are ridiculous. Yeah. Yep. Um, NFC East, again, wrong here, bearing a miracle. Um, I do think Philly ends up taking it. Maybe Washington sneaking in with a wild card. Right? Washington's right. that good. But is, is, isn't that crazy? Like, I had them as one of my worst teams in, in the NFC. The Redskins? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I honestly – I didn't even know they were that good until the, the standings today. I haven't, haven't watched a, Reds, a lick of a Redskins game all year because who the fuck would want to watch that? You want to know why? You want to know why? They got game manager Check Down Smith. Yeah, I, would, I care less to watch one of them. Super games. boring, but it's effective, man. It works. But I'm going to stick with my prediction, and I do think Philly ends up taking the division. No, um, no, your prediction was the Cowboys winning the division. Oh, yeah, it was. My bad, my bad. Um, but I do think I'm going to change it now. I think Philly ends up winning it, and maybe Washington sneaking in as wild card. But you're, so what you're saying is your original NFC East prediction sucked out. I mean, the Cowboys cannot make the playoffs. So so my original prediction, I had the Eagles winning it at 10-6, and six, which I think is very possible they could finish 10-6 and six and win that division. Yeah. Yeah, so I had them at ten and six. The one thing I did whiff on, like Travis just said, is the skins. I had the the skins being one of the worst teams in in the division. 
I mean, in the league. Um, and I was wrong on that. Again, I'll, I'll eat crow. Um, but I did have the Eagles winning. So um, that's looking pretty solid. All right. I have two bad divisions in a row. But the NFC West, I think we all saw this coming. Actually, you didn't. I think you had the 49ers winning. Yep. I have the Rams winning. I mean, it's looking like they're going to fucking go undefeated. Yeah, dude. Only team making the playoffs here in this division. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Not undefeated. We'll talk about that in, in the good old Degeneres Digest portion of the podcast. But, um, yeah, Travis, I'll, I'll let you go ahead and have this one. You know, you write about the Rams. I thought the Niners could have a competitive year. And, honestly, man, if Jimmy G was healthy, I think they still could be competitive. Um, so, it sucked. I, I, hate, I hated to see Jimmy GQ go down and tears ACL because I think that would have been a cool division to watch this year unfold. Um, yeah. So I did have the Niners winning that division. I was wrong. 2019, though, book it. Niners will compete with the Rams because, I mean, if you get a top five draft pick with Jimmy GQ coming back, I mean, fuck. Who knows what could happen? And the Rams can't keep all that cap space they have right now. Anyway, that's for a year from now. Um, I was wrong about the Rams. The Rams are going are, are gonna to yep. end up running away with that. So here we go. Here's my updated halfway through the season NFC um, playoff teams. We got the Packers, the Saints, the Eagles, the Rams. Wild card is going to be the Vikings and Redskins. So uh, my NFC North, I'm going to keep the Vikings as, as the division winner. Um, the South, obviously the Saints are going to win that one. The East, I'm going to have the Eagles get in. The West is obviously going to be the Rams. Um, and then I think my two wildcard teams, I'm going to go with the Packers as five and the Panthers as a sixth seed. Okay. We'll, we'll switch up. The, the Panthers are, are another team that are – another team out of uh, that's kind of sneakily good, you know? Yeah. They uh, they are kind of getting by win by win. They're, they're stroking it out barely, though. They're not winning any games by a lot, it seems like. So my, my NFC is a little bit worse. My NFC looks like I'm probably going to get like well four out of six correct teams, but only two out of four division winners. Yeah, um, the NFC was a lot harder to guess than the AFC. I will say that. But we'll we'll kind of give our midseason predictions on playoffs. Um, here we go in the wild card round. I have the Steelers beating the Chargers. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale. Order fulfilled and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Ah, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. 
go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. The Ravens beating the Texans, the Vikings beating the Eagles, and the Packers beating the Redskins. So I didn't really run down the wild card. Uh, my preseason picks, I'll, I'll kind of you take over this. My preseason picks, I had the Steelers over the – I had the Steelers and the Packers in the Super Bowl with the Packers winning it all. I don't think that's going to happen now. I don't think either of those teams are going to make it to the Super Bowl anymore. Uh, if I had to repick the the the, NFL, the playoffs, I think it's going to end up being the Patriots and the Rams, which is gross for me to say. Yep. Um, and then I see, honestly, I see the L.A. Rams being your, your Super Bowl champions this year. So, Jared, Jared pretty much cut it down short for me. I'll go ahead and go into my other rounds. I had the – Patriots beating the Steelers, the Chiefs beating the Ravens, the Saints beating the Packers, and the Rams beating the Vikings. And my next series, I had the Patriots beating the Chiefs and the Rams beating the Saints. Super Bowl, Rams, Patriots with the Rams winning. So we both have the same outcome. Yeah. So, I mean, I still think the Steelers can make it to the AFC Championship game. And even, hell, the Packers can make it to the NFC Championship game. I just don't think either of those teams – those are both my preseason picks to be the Super Bowl – I just think either of those teams have the firepower to kind of overcome the Patriots or or the Rams themselves. Yeah, well, I I don't think so either. The Chiefs or the Patriots look bad to start the year, but they're picking up steam. But I just really don't think anyone can beat the Rams. Yeah, same. Um, right now. So, so to to kind of sum it up, we didn't do horrible. I mean, as of right now, our preseason picks don't look horrible. I mean, honestly, they don't look bad. My playoffs picks look bad, but other than that, they look. Pretty decent. Yep. So there's still there's out of out of the eight divisions, I would say only three are out of question right now that I got wrong. My division here, winners. Mine was the, the NFC West, NFC South, and the AFC West. Mine was NFC South, NFC East, and AFC South. That's it. Yes. There you go. Yeah, there you so just just further solidifies that we kind of know what we're talking about are these uh, two drunk brothers of us being. Uh, me and Chops are both kind of tipsy. We started way earlier tonight than we normally do. Um, I started drinking at 3.30. Fuck. Uh, so, I started with, at din- with dinner at like 5.45, 6 o'clock, and it's now almost 9 o'clock here. Anyway, like I said, this podcast is loaded. We wanted to give you an all-football edition of a first and 10. It wasn't 10 minutes was 10 topics, but first and 10 has to do with football. So the entire fucking segment had to do with football. With that being said, we're going to roll in a, into Degenerous Digest, and we have something fun for you guys coming up. All right, we're going to roll right into Degenerous Digest. Plot twist, an uh, M. Night Shyamalan plot twist coming your guys' way. Oh, Lord. <laughs> um, uh, we are doing something different this week. So we're still doing the four college games and the four NFL games, but instead of picking college games that myself picked that, that I picked out and then doing all the primetime NFL games, Travis and I both went in and looked separately, mind you. So he did his separate, I did mine separate. And we're actually going to pick, we picked four NFL, four college games and four NFL games. We're going to rank them, rank them in confidence from four to one with one being our lock of the week um, for both college and NFL. With that being said, Travis, with your college football games this week, my number four, this is my number four game, least confident. Um, 
I've picked against Mizzou twice this year, and I've got them both wrong. So here goes number three. Let's see if I can make it one of three. Mizzou at number 11, Florida. Florida is a six-point favorite. Um, I mainly picked this because this is probably one of the only games that I might watch um, this weekend. I don't think Mizzou is in the right place right now to lose a game to a ranked team by less than six points. Um, like I said, I lost all my Mizzou best this season. No, you didn't. You got, you got Kentucky right. You got UK right last weekend. Oh, well, yeah, I'm not saying when I picked them. Oh, so you're when picking Mizzou, pick Mizzou plus six. What? You're picking Mizzou plus six? No. No. Okay. I'm picking against them. So we're going we're gonna to kind of keep rolling with that. I'm picking Florida minus six. Mizzou's offense is in a bad spot. The whole team is under fire right now. I don't think it's going to go good. And Florida's just needing to keep winning at this point. In the swamp, I don't think it's that close. Um, maybe like an 18-point game. So I'm going to pick Florida here. That's my fourth-ranked confidence one. So Florida minus six. By the way, you are 1-0 picking against Mizzou because you did it at Kentucky last weekend. Yeah, picking against them. I meant picking for them, so I'm not going to pick for them ever again. Okay, yeah, good call. All right, so number Travis's uh, first college game, he has um, the Gators covering against Mizzou at minus six. Mine is the big showdown, the one that everyone's been watching, probably one me and Travis been watching together. Um, number one, Alabama at number three, LSU. I am taking the Tigers at plus 14 and a half. Wow. Listen, listen, I have, I have a rationale behind this. Again, this is my least confident game, but it's still a game that I'm semi-confident in because I picked it out of the other fucking 50 college games. Um, Bama hasn't lost a game by less than 20 – or hasn't – won a game by less than 22 points all year, which explains why the Vegas has picked such a big spread for this. But I think LSU comes through. They're not going to win. They're going to make it close, though. And history is on my side. Listen to this shit, Travis. History is on my side. Let's go through the last five years of LSU-Alabama games. 2017, number 19 LSU lost, and lost to number one Bama by 14 points. That would have covered the spread. 2016, number 10 LSU lost the number one Bama by 10. That would have covered the spread. Number 2015, number two LSU lost the number four Bama by 14. Covered the spread. 2014, number 14 LSU lost the number four Bama by seven in overtime. That would have covered the spread. The only time in the last five years this spread wouldn't have covered would be in number would be in 2000 back in 2013 when number 10 LSU lost the number one Bama by 21. And now it's because of a late touchdown that Bama scored. So, I think this 14-and-a-half spread, LSU will cover it. They won't win because they've lost the last five years, but they'll cover. Maybe it's one in every five-year thing. I'm going to pick against you here. <clears throat> but those were our number four in confidence. Kind of like a little shot in the dark. Um, but, yeah, so Jared had, what was that, LSU plus 14-and-a-half or plus yep. 14? Plus 14-and-a-half. All right, and I had Florida minus six. There we go, going on to our third, uh, number three. I have number three, Notre Dame at Northwestern. Notre Dame is nine and a half point favorites. When you look at it, Northwestern isn't that bad. They only lost to Michigan by three. They just beat a ranked Wisconsin team. But they also took Nebraska to overtime, and Nebraska is not good at all. So, I mean, guys, it just depends which team shows up here. And 
I think this is really going to solidify Notre Dame being in the college football playoff, which we talked about earlier. Um, and I don't think they can put up a fight against a Notre Dame team, especially two weeks in a row coming off Wisconsin. So Notre Dame needing to win big to kind of solidify their spot. I think they do here, and I will take them minus nine and a half. I like that. I was kicking that idea around of putting them, putting that game in my in my in my in my picks, but I did not. Um, I also think that Northwestern can't do that two weeks in a row. They beat a, a ranked Wisconsin team last weekend. My number three, I'm going to a Big 12 matchup. Number 12, West Virginia, or 12, 13, whatever the hell they are, um, is at Texas at 2:30, um, and they are underdogs. They are plus two. Um, Texas just lost to Oklahoma State um, and made Tom Herman look like the biggest asshole on the on the face of the planet. Um, what? Keep going. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I'm gonna. That's that. This is your number one. Yeah, I didn't want you to go too far into it. Oh, so I'll edit it out. I'll pick it up. No, go do say whatever you were gonna say. I'll, I'll probably say something different anyway. All right, I'm pick up. I'm pick up at, at in Tom Herman. Yeah, go for it. And made Tom Herman look like one of the biggest assholes on the face planet. Planet, which we all know he is, mocking a college kid last year in a bowl game. Um, I think Texas is going to end up going on a little bit of a losing streak here down the stretch. Um, and I think West Virginia has eyes on the playoffs still, like, talk, like we discussed earlier. And I think West Virginia is going to cover the spread. Um, They're two-point underdogs, so plus two. Um, I think West Virginia wins this one. Uh, and I'll take them a plus two, maybe even money line. But plus two is my, is, is my number three confidence. All right. Um, you heard it there. It's a good pick. I like that pick a lot. You'll hear it a little later. Um, going into number two, um, <clears throat> my second ranked pick. I felt pretty confident about this one. I had number 22, Boston College at Virginia Tech. Um, Boston College is two-point favorite. Going to come down to defense for me on this one, and Virginia Tech gets up 63 more yards on defense than Boston College does. Boston College also has two really good losses to a ranked NC State team and Purdue, who has been killing it as of the last five weeks, I think, five, four or five weeks. So those two losses to me are, are good losses rather than Virginia Tech. Their record isn't looking too hot. Their defense is looking a little shaky. Boston College is ranked. Give me them minus two. I like it. I thought you were going to go the same one I did just now for my number two pick, but you didn't. Um, for my number two, I'm going to have number 20, Texas A&M, at Auburn at 11 a.m. Saw that one. A&M is plus four, guys, plus four. So they are the underdogs, a ranked team on the road against a questionable Auburn team. Um, A&M is coming off a bad loss, though, um, against Mississippi State. But Auburn also lost to that Mississippi State team. So there's no really kind of advantages there. AM is six and two against the spread. Auburn is three and five. So I not only like the Aggies to cover this four-point spread, you should look at that money line for them because it's plus 165. Yes. For the sake of this pick, I'll take AM at plus four. But seriously, check out that money line at plus one sixty-five because I think this is a game they can win. I like that because a ranked SEC team in Kentucky went on the road to Mizzou last weekend, underdogs, and won the game. So, 
similar thing might happen there. There you go. Boom. Um, so a little stat fact for you. Moving on to my very first confidence pick of the week. Yeah, this is our lock of the week. This is our lock pretty much as our number one high confidence pick. I have Jarrett's third, 13 West Virginia at 17 Texas. Um, Texas is coming off loss to Oklahoma State. Their season hopes are over. They were in the top ten. They dropped out. There's really not much to fight for anymore as far as that college football playoff, really, to me, in their eyes. Um, no, because they, they lost they lost to Maryland. There's no way. Yeah, and, I mean, West Virginia's offense is insane. They're averaging 479 yards per game. Will Greer's on a roll looking to win the Heisman. Give me West Virginia plus two. Per, honestly, give me their money line. So when I, when I looked at Bovada, they didn't have money line. Yeah, they might not come out with it till Saturday just to kind of see where that spread moves. But give me the spread even, plus two. Yep. Yep, that's a good one. So rolling into my lock of the week, it went off the books here. Uh, I'm going with an American Athletic Conference game, which I haven't been fantastic in. I'm actually 0-2 in these things. But my lock of the week is Houston, minus 13 at Southern Methodist at 6 p.m. Central Time. Um so real quick, I mean, it's a big spread for, to, to pick for lock of the week. But Houston has won their games. Houston is 7-1, and one, and they've won their games this year by 21, 13, 15, 56, 27, and 18. So all of their games, all their games they won this year would have covered, except the one they won by 13 would still be a push. So SMU is 3-5. and five. They're allowing 421 yards per game. And the Coo- and um, the Houston, they're the Cougars, right? I think they're the Cougars. Yeah, whatever. Houston's putting up 571 yards a game on offense. So, wow. Take it as you may. I think they cover that 13 point spread very, very easily. All right, there you go. We're switching things up this week. I like it. I think it'll be a lot easier for us to get these picks right for you all. For sure. That that's the goal here. Is one of us wants to go eight zero with this new style we're picking. And really, in the college, we give you a variety of picks because we only had one pick that was similar. Yeah. So, I mean, we we have a lot here. I think we'll do good. I think we'll definitely even combine. We'll have a have a winning record for the weekend. So, for sure. Let's move on to the NFL. We did the same thing here. Top four games we liked. I will start off with my fourth ranked confidence game. I think we might have some similar ones here, especially because four teams are on a bye this week. Yeah, I was going to say there's a lot less games to pick from. Yeah, so um, my fourth-ranked game right here is the Chiefs at the Browns. The Chiefs are minus nine. Um, The Browns just fired their head coach. Looking bad for them, and the Chiefs aren't slowing down anytime soon, it seems to be. I think their offense is going to put up 40 points here, and they just roll them. I mean, it's the Chiefs versus the Browns. I don't really know what else to say. Chiefs minus nine. So I almost put that game in my top four, but I actually didn't. So spoiler alert there, you're going to not get a, you not hear that game from me. My number four is the Lions at the Vikings. The Vikings are five-point favorites at home, um, and I'm taking the Vikes. Uh, we talked about it earlier, real briefly, though, but the Lions traded away one of their best offensive pieces today um, in Golden Tate. And the Vikings, I feel like, are finding their stride on the, on the offensive side of the ball. I feel like their defense was never really in question, but now they're starting to find their stride on the offense. I think they're going to come back big after losing to the Saints in that crusher last week, 
and they're going to continue to roll and end up in the playoffs. So I have the Vikes at home over the Lions minus five. All right, I like that. Spoiler alert, I did not pick that as one of mine either, so we're looking good. Looking good. Um, my third-ranked game, <clears throat> Atlanta at Washington. Atlanta, one-and-a-half-point underdogs at Washington. I mean, I don't know. Atlanta just really can't afford to lose this game if they want to keep their playoff hopes alive. I know it's decently early, but they will drop the three and five if they lose. Um, they might as well chalk up their season if they lose this game at Washington. Saying that, I don't think it happens. Um, their offense is too damn good. And not only do they cover, I think they win. Obviously, it's one and a half point spread. Um, there was no money line on that game either because I looked at it. Not a whole lot of against the spread numbers backing me up here because I think Washington's five and two, and I think Atlanta's two and five against the spread this year. <clears throat> Unless they win by one point or two points, I don't know. Either way, I don't think Atlanta loses this game. Yeah. Um, Matt Ryan won't let this happen. They won't. He will not let their team I mean, drop down to three and five. So I think, I think that they cover and win at Washington. I think Washington's overrated with uh, check down Smith. Yep. Uh, I like that game as well. I damn near picked that same exact pick Travis's pick, but spoiler alert, it is not in my top four. Nice. Uh, my, num- my number three is an over under. And okay. I- I have the under 45 in the New York Jets at the Miami Dolphins this week. Um, I mean, Travis just laughed. I feel like that's pretty fucking telling. These, I mean, the Jets are horrible. Miami has lost four or five. Uh, I don't expect this game to be super high scoring. We're going to unfortunately watch it because we're Dolphins fans. Um, both these teams are kind of reeling. Like I just said, I expect the Jets to score less than 20 points. Miami's defense is going to have a comeback week. Um, I'm just thinking like a 2013. They're, they're, to, just to put it in perspective, the first game this year was 20 to 12. So it was 32 points. Uh, I th- feel like this game would be very, very similar. Um, so I'm taking the under 45 in Jets in Miami. All right. Um, I did not have that game anywhere near my top four, but I like it. So, there we go. We're two games through. None of the same games. Um, I will move on to my number two pick. I feel like Jarrett has this one in there because of a comment he made earlier. I have Rams at Saints. The Saints are one-and-a-half-point favorites. I honestly think there's tons of good lines this week. I liked a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, this one, I think, we, I, I think we might disagree because he said you don't think the Rams are going to go undefeated. I don't get how the Rams can be underdogs right now at this point. Because the Dome is such a, such a tough place to play. I don't care. The Rams' offense is so good. They just – So is the Saints. Games. So is the Saints. They're not – I don't know. It's not as powerful as the Rams. And the Rams' defense is way better. I believe. They just gained – you said that pass pressure of Dante Fowler. I think that helps them this week, um, given they're going up against Kamara and Ingram. And just the Saints D isn't nearly as good as the Rams defense is. Um, I also <clears throat> think that they could go 16 and 0. It's a no-brainer for me. Um, Rams plus one and a half or money line, either one. I think I fucking, I so you're taking the Rams plus one and a half money line as your. It's pretty the same thing. Let's just say for the sake of the podcast, is your number two. You're taking the Rams plus one and a half. Yep. To comment on that real quick. I fucking hope and pray to God the Rams will go 16-0 and then win the Super Bowl. 
Because if they go 19-0, our friend Britt Block will give us so much shit because we are now Dolphins fans. And right as of now, the Dolphins are the only team, the 72 Dolphins are the only team that have ever gone undefeated throughout the entire year. Anyway, I will talk about that game later, but maybe I'll have something different. Um, but it's not my number two. My number two confidence game in the NFL is Houston at Denver. Houston is plus one. So essentially a pick them. There was no money line on this because I probably would take Houston money line. But I'm going to take Houston at plus one. Um, Demarius Thomas just got traded from the Denver Broncos to the Houston Texans today. So his first game in a Texans uniform is going to be against the Denver Broncos in Denver where he used to play. You know that motherfucker is going to be eating that up. I think he's going to have a huge game. Um, and guess what? Here's some things about both these teams. The Texans, they've won five in a row. The Denver has lost four or five. So take it that as you will. Texans are on the way to a division title. I think they win this game by a touchdown. Um, so I'm going to take them at plus one as my number two law, as my number two pick um, in, in the NFL. All right. I, uh, I think we had these switched around. These are the only two same games we picked. My number one confidence game. Texans at Broncos, real head-scratcher here. I mean, Texans coming off five in a row, like Jared said. Broncos losing four or five with a pick of Demarius Thomas, looking pretty good for the Texans. Um, I mean, Denver lost their best big veteran receiver. Pretty much a pick them in plus one. I don't see the Texans losing this, especially with the momentum they have carrying them into Denver. Uh, Texans plus one. All right, so that's Tra- Travis's lock of the week is my number two. Uh, my lock of the week for the NFL is a game that Travis just talked about, but I'm going to go completely different. I didn't do a spread. I did another over-under. The over-under and the Rams at Saints is 60, and I am hammering the over in this game because I think that neither of these defenses are worth a goddamn shit. Neither of them can stop anything. I mean, Travis, to put in perspective – the, Ram- the Saints and Vikings last week put up 53 points. So I guarantee you the, the Saints and Rams will put up more than that. Um, I think it's going to be a fun game to watch, but I do predict the Rams losing their first game of the year this year in a 37-34 fashion, fashion in the Dome, um, and then the Saints and Rams will both be a, a one-loss team. But my lock of the week is an over is the over of 60 in the Rams at Saints. All right. Yep. So we decided to change up the, the generous digest this week instead of picking the primetime games and picking some college games that I decided to pick. Thought it'd be more fun, kind of switch things up and let us pick some games that both of us felt confident in. Um, so we'll see how our records look after this weekend. You guys let us know. Did you guys enjoy this? Because you got a lot more variety of picks this week instead of hearing the same, you know, six games and two locks of the week. You got to hear, you know, almost over 10, 10 different games this weekend. So we'll evaluate this next week in the podcast to see how it went. Um, but, again, next week, Travis will probably take a picture of this. I'll be drinking a Mad Dog 2020 Cyrus if you're listening to this podcast. Cyrus, yeah. you get to pick the flavor. I was going to say, pick – Pick the flavor. What flavor should I pick? Pick the most gut-wrenching flavor you can. And he – I, I kind of want to make it to where he has to finish the bottle. Oh, fuck yeah. I'll finish the bottle. I'll finish the Oh, bottle. Lord. I'll finish it. 
Merrick, take off. I, I can't even tell you the last time I saw Mad Dog 2020 in a liquor store. Like, even our bum-ass liquor store in Bonterre, Missouri doesn't even have Mad Dog 2020 that I know of. Maybe, just haven't, maybe I haven't been looking for it, though. <laughs> it's going to be a good one. I love the punishment. We might not have another one coming for the next few weeks. We will see how I do. Ooh, you're confident. So let's just say, guys, let's throw out there. Travis went three and five last weekend. If no, I have two under 500 weeks this week and next week, I will accept a punishment. That's three weeks in a row. But Yeah, two under 500, three weeks in a row. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I did, I, I, I did, I did three zero oh, and two locks the week in a row. So I'll take that. Yeah. Um, anyway, again, we appreciate you guys listening. You know, we're getting we're getting more followers. We're getting more um, listens. We're thinking about doing a contest giveaway. Travis and I were just talking about this um, in between segments. Um, we're thinking about doing maybe a Blues ticket giveaway. Travis, what do you what do you what do you what do you think about that? I think it'll be good, um, but I mean, we need to see some more, some more action um, with our tweets and with our follows. I want to see you guys betting and and tweeting back at me in order to uh, give you guys that privilege to win some some tickets or anything good. So we'll see. Um, but I, I like the idea of it. Maybe uh, maybe reward some people for actually listening listening week by week. Yep. So. Definitely, we want to do, do, do a giveaway here in the near future. Can't guarantee what it is. Could be a free bet on Bovada. Could be a, um, you know, tickets to like a weeknight blues game, something we can afford. We want to reward you guys for being loyal listeners. So we're going to kick that idea around internally and get back to that on the next podcast. But for now, again, subscribe to us on the socials on Facebook at the number two Drunk Brothers and sign a podcast or on Twitter at the number two drunk brothers. If you have an Apple phone, if you have an iPhone, um, go ahead and go into your podcast app, subscribe to two drunk brothers on a podcast. If you're an Android user, go to SoundCloud and subscribe there, download the app. It's super easy. We appreciate you guys for listening and we shall see you next week. And we will evaluate this new, new degenerate digest format. Yep, we'll see you guys next week. Keep an eye out for some tweets upcoming this week, getting a lot more active, and we're also coming out with a new logo in this next coming week, and we will reveal that to you guys within the next few days. With the logo may come some merch too also. Yeah, for sure. So uh, we'll see you guys soon. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.